The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And welcome in on this Wednesday now, October the 11th. Uh, We got plenty going on in the world of sports, and that is what makes this time of year such a beautiful thing. Thanks for making us a part of your day here on Game Time Decisions on the Sports Grid Network. I'm Joe and Ari. We are underway in uh, game one, or actually uh, game three of uh, one of the games here in the Major League Baseball playoffs is the Braves and the Phillies. Uh, bottom of the third, uh, knotted up at one apiece here. Nola gave up a run in the top of the third, and Castellanos uh, led off the bottom of the third with a uh, towering shot of his own off for Bryce Elder. So we've got a 1-1 game here, bottom of the third. Series knotted up, one apiece. So this is the one uh, game here that uh, nobody is facing elimination just yet of this best-of-five series. But that is not the case for the one coming up at the top of the next hour, which will be the Astros trying to do their thing, put the finishing touches on what is another World Series run here by handling the Twins here. You're quitting on the mound for Houston now. Joe Ryan will be going for Minnesota and uh, Minnesota season. Yeah, it's on the line. Uh, they uh, What a great uh, game two they had, but it was an absolute smackdown yesterday against Sonny Gray, who had really one bad inning, and that just so happened to be the <laughs> first inning, uh, which he couldn't seem to get out of uh, the top of the first. They are four runs, and that was uh, proved to be all the Astros would really need in order to be able to win that uh, that pivotal game three. So they've got game four here tonight. Will there be a game five? All hands will be on deck for Minnesota here, top of the hour on uh, in that matchup there as we welcome in our radio audience here on this Wednesday, October the 11th. Joe Ranieri, it is game time decisions, and that's exactly what we're trying to do. Decide what we want to do here this evening and this week for that matter, because in addition to the playoffs with Major League Baseball. We have NHL back on the ice. The season has begun there. Plenty of NHL action. College football also. A couple of more games here tonight will take center stage as we are in the midst of that 49 straight days of football is what we are in the midst of just about a week into it. And we are uh, we're having a good time. We had some football last night. We'll have... Two more college football games here tonight. We got a Thursday night game tomorrow with uh, the Chiefs in Denver, which, uh, like them or hate them, it always seems to be uh, at least interesting when divisional rivals get together here. In fact, Denver has done a really good job of covering the last uh, the last couple of times that these two teams have met. Uh, ten, ten and a half, and you know when we're in week six of the nfl season and we get a primetime game in which it's double digits yikes uh that means things are not going well for one of those teams and in this case that team happens to be the denver broncos but can they get back on track by beating mahomes and andy reed and company yeesh we'll find out here we'll talk a lot about that week uh six matchup here to kick it off tomorrow on thursday night but we got plenty more very intriguing games coming up on sunday we'll have to go down the list for you and you gotta love urgency we do have one more uh elimination game coming up tonight just after nine o'clock on the east coast time the dodgers 
are on the verge of being swept in game three in Arizona, taking on the Diamondbacks. It is still a bit head-scratching here, but yes, uh, the Diamondbacks, the team that snuck in there right at the finish line, played uh, some really great baseball to start the year, was absolutely horrific after the All-Star break, but picked it up in the final month, and here they are now, one game away from uh, eliminating what many people thought would be the favorite to win it all here this year, the Dodgers, and their season will rest with Lance Lynn. How ironic is that? You, you start somewhere, and then all of a sudden, that last-minute trade you made at the trade deadline for a pitcher nobody else wanted except for to throw batting practice, which is pretty much what he has done this year when it comes to giving up home runs. He has, uh, he has certainly missed a lot of barrels and struck a lot of guys out this year, which is important since he hasn't pitched since the last week of September. Uh, it has been a while, but now it's going to be up to him to limit this Diamondbacks uh, lineup and extend this series and give hope here and let Kershaw get back out there and see if he can do something. As you can see, they are road favorites here, even though it has been a rough go of it here these first couple of games. Nine and a half is that total. I do think runs will be happening here. Uh, Fought is going for the Diamondbacks, and he had a little rough one there uh, opening up the playoffs against the Milwaukee Brewers. You may recall he was a guy that opened up that series. However, didn't really much matter. Uh, he, uh, he was down early, but the Diamondbacks bailed him out, eventually went on to win that game and win that series. And boy, oh boy, two at Dodger Stadium. And that elimination game coming up just after 9 o'clock Eastern time tonight. So Braves, Phillies going on right now. Bottom of the third, knotted up one apiece. In about 45 minutes, we'll have Astros Twins in that game four. Will they or won't they extend the series to Twins or will they be golfing this weekend? And of course, Dodgers and Diamondbacks. And let us not forget we got plenty else going on in the world of sports, including a big, and I mean big, matchups coming up in this week six of the NFL, as well as week seven of the college football season in what is going to be an absolutely epic battle between two Pac-12 teams with the two leading frontrunners for the Heisman Trophy. It's kind of crazy, but quarterbacks... They are a plenty, and we're not talking about the Caleb Williams of USC, the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, although he'll have his hands full taking on Notre Dame this weekend. We're talking about Bo Nix of Oregon and Michael Penix Jr. of Washington in what is going to be maybe the most entertaining game that we have had through six weeks of the college football season. A virtual pick em, if you ask me. Two and a half is what you see it. The total is interesting at 67 and a half, given that we did see this game a year ago. And oh yeah, it landed at 71. So it is a little lower than what many people thought. Both of these teams combined averaging 97.8 points a game. 97.8 points between these two. Will it be a lower scoring game? Uh, well, I can promise you this. Whoever wins this game in all likelihood will be that much closer to solidifying the Heisman Trophy. It is that big, so much to go over here coming up over these next, oh, I don't know, hour and 55 minutes or so, plenty, plus an update in Philadelphia here with Atlanta and the Phillies, and the Phillies, they are not impressed by the Atlanta Braves, uh, and it appears that they are trying to tack on a few more runs here to see if they can't uh, really stick it to the atlanta braves here and make it uh what will have to be a huge comeback we'll update you when game time decisions continues on the grid sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and 
starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Oh, we got an update from Philadelphia for you here in the uh, National League. One and a half of the National League championship is uh, Bryce Harbor has hit a ball into a different zip code right now for a three-run home run. Uh, and things have gone from bad to worse for Bryce Elder and the Atlanta Braves. It is now a 4-1 Phillies lead here in this best-of-five series. Not up at one apiece here. Phillies, and that place is rocking and they may not be done scoring runs just yet. So we'll keep you posted there here. Game time decisions on the Sports Grid Network. I'm Joe Ranieri, joined by our good friend Matt Downs. Now we're going to talk a little Thursday night football. We do have uh, a couple of different ways to approach this, and it's kind of kind of upsetting there, Matt. Well, here we are in week six in the NFL season on a primetime Thursday night game, and we already have a double-digit spread which means uh, it didn't take very long for one team to uh, to completely blow up their season, and the other team must be doing pretty well. In this case, Kansas City taking on uh, Denver here. So kind of a mismatch on paper, but that doesn't mean there's not uh, still the ability for us to get uh, positive EV at, uh, in playing some of these bets. Absolutely. Positive EV plus EV betting is just simply taking advantage of value. Luckily, this matchup doesn't involve your Jets, so it's a different, it's a different bad garbage team. Um, so that's that's where the spread will be coming from. Denver versus Kansas City. I'm going to dive into this and look for some value. I know last week we weren't able to because there simply wasn't value, but there's all kinds of value in this game. So that's that's the main focus. Division rivalries, always interesting, and it should be noted that my uh, terrible Jets did, in fact, beat uh, this Denver team here not too long ago. Uh, but they uh, two teams that know each other well. Russell has done well against them in the past, and when I mean well, I mean as bad as they were last year, they still covered numbers. Uh, so the question is, if an anti-side or a total, maybe the prop market the best way to approach this game. How are you looking at it? Absolutely. I love player props. And the reason for it, it's a relatively new market for those who don't know. Mispricing is all over the place. Generally, when you have like a niche market like the player prop market, not as many eyes, right? Not as many observing eyes, you know, across all player props. And more specifically here with Rashi Rice over 30.5 receiving yards. It looks like this is mispriced all over the place. I saw some opening lines down at like 28.5. I seen some at 32.5. It looks like it's settling here at 30.5. But more importantly, you can get this at minus 110. Minus 110, all that means, that's just the price tag that you would pay to get over 30.5 receiving yards. Um, DraftKings, meanwhile, has a set to minus 135. Historically, very sharp when it comes to the prop market, player prop market, uh, because American sports books obviously have more action. Uh, but BetMGM, not as much, which is why we're able to grab this at minus 110. The entire market setting is closer to the minus 125. Bryce has been getting a lot of targets lately, like more so than expected. He's cleared this the last three games as well, if you if, if you guys want to look into that as well. But again, that's not the reason I like this bet. Minus 110 is way off in terms of the price tag. For a $100 better, by placing this bet on MGM, you'd be getting this at uh, an additional $90 in return. But again, if you're placing this on DraftKings, you're only getting an additional $74. That's $16 for every sports bet that you make. For the exact same prop, just on two different books. So why not place it on Bet and GM? 
Yeah, why not? Every uh, every dollar counts. That's uh, that's for sure. Especially after uh, over the long haul here. So you do have uh, Rasheed Rice, who's become quite the favorite here of Patrick Mahomes. We're looking at over his receiving yards. Uh, but Javante Williams, maybe uh, not an overplay in this game. What are you looking at with him? No, and this is definitely playing to the, the the game script, right? Like we're expecting Kansas City to come out here, go up pretty early, hopefully cover that spread there, go minus one or minus uh, 10.5. But Javante Williams coming back, you know, from uh, dealing with this injury, this quad injury, he was a full participant in Tuesday, so he should play Tuesday's practice. Again, we're taking the under 38.5 rushing yards, not because of that, but because we can get this price tag. Again, BetMGM, they've been off minus 115. Um, and again, game script favors him. You got to think that they're playing from behind the majority of the game, which means that the Broncos are going to be passing the ball, right? Not rushing as much, hopefully. Uh, and then, of course, the market average here set close to the minus 127. DraftKings, again, way off, minus 140. Um, or should I say Ben Jam's way off because they're they're the cheaper price tag that you can get. So minus 142, all that means is that you're getting punished by playing this on a different book, that DraftKings is favoring this under behind each player prop behind each price tag is a set percent odds that a player can only go over or under, right? So you got to think they're setting a, a projection of a percent odds to hit on either side of that DraftKings with them setting this to minus 140. That's heavily favored in the under. So if we're able to take that heavily favoritism, apply it on bed and jam, grab the better price tag. That's, again, why we are here to line shop. $100 better placing this on BetMGM. It's returning $87, while the same one who places this on DraftKings, only $71. Ironically, again, $16 difference. We're saving $32 here on, on the show. Yeah, well, and he's uh, had some health uh, issues as well this yeah. season. So those running backs, uh, all it takes is one carry. And, uh, okay, where's he going? He's going back to the locker room. Bye-bye. And that under hits. So uh, it's a good look there based upon what we know about these two teams tomorrow night between Kansas City and Denver. But we do have one of those uh, pesky early games this Sunday out in London between the Baltimore Ravens and the Tennessee Titans. Uh, we just saw Jacksonville adapt pretty well there when they, maybe they should just stay there. It seems that's uh, the only time they win games is when they go there. <laughs> uh, but the Ravens and Titans, I don't know. How, how are you looking at them, Matt? Because uh, neither have uh, necessarily been staples across the pond. No. And you know what? Like, I don't know what to expect anymore with these London games. And quite frankly, that's why I'm taking this bet because nobody knows what's going on is baltimore gonna score are they ever gonna score is are the titans gonna score like these guys are all over the place they've been pretty volatile to start this season um and you can grab the over first half total points here on fandle over 20.5 at plus 105 that one of the first plus money props i probably provided on the show but again, mm. FanDuel's the only book right now offering plus money for this so that should tell you enough that they are mispriced might as well take advantage of this value the entire market is saying that this is a coin flip chance to go over or under 20 point uh five points here in the first half why not text uh, take the extra five dollars here um so a hundred dollar sports better would uh, get an additional 105 for this to go over the uh, market average again they're all setting this minus money minus 105 is the market average so makes zero sense why you would play this on any other book but fandal it, it, well, it's uh, I believe this one's out in Tottenham too, right? Which tends to be a little more higher scoring of the uh, of the London point. stadiums. Uh, it also seems to be another one of these stadiums that has no problem uh, injuring people too. Uh, and just ask the Buffalo Bills there, which is uh, a yeah. little interesting. Uh, but the value you're saying in the first half is to get hey anything on 20 and a half is just showing up but you think that uh the over certainly pretty decent uh value in this game for two teams that haven't exactly lit up the scoreboard here in mm -hmm. the first couple of games that we've seen them but certainly capable of opening up a little bit across london with some good value there yeah absolutely i mean lamar jackson he's been catching some uh some fire there uh he's been under a lot of pressure i mean i feel like he is every season but he has to do something man yeah his his wide receivers are dropping balls left and right he's not performing they're 
they're kind of all over the place, man. I, I saw something the other day. I think it was today. Uh, I think the wide receivers dropped like a total of 38 points so far this season for the Ravens. Oh. And I kid you not, I saw that stat somewhere. So <laughs> hopefully they can put over 38 points here in the first half. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it would be great if uh, the receivers did their job and actually caught uh, one of those uh, passes. That would be nice. Ravens backers will tell you that uh, all the time. But there you go. Positive EV is what it's all about. Matt Downs, yes, always sir. a pleasure, my man. Thanks for swinging by. Uh, and uh, best of luck with all the plays. We do have an update from Philadelphia. We'll get you caught up next year on Game Time Decisions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, welcome back in. Game time decisions here on the Sports Grid Network. Happy Wednesday to you, Joe Ranieri. And we've got an update from Philadelphia. And it's not good for Atlanta Braves backers as they tacked on a few more runs after that uh, behemoth bomb by... One Bryce Harper uh, now top of the fourth as Nola seems to be a little bit looser and a little less worried about what's going to happen from this point forward. Uh, we'll see if the Braves can get back into this one, but 6-1 top of the fourth there. Not the only uh, game uh, when it comes to the Major League Baseball playoffs on here tonight. Mark Zinno jumping in, in here with us on this Wednesday. And uh, Zin, you're in Atlanta uh not exactly it seemed like they were damned if they did damned if they did this was going to be a hobbled together pitching performance anyway but it looks like they left elder and maybe an inning too long here on this one yeah the only thing that hung longer than that curveball is the jacket i'm wearing in my closet um that's about the only <laughs> thing i can say that pitch that elder threw uh, i don't know if there's any other way to phrase it but again, this is on Snitker. You Ooh. knew if look if we're tossing back and forth between Bryce Elder and AJ Smith Shaver, right? Like Smith Shaver, once he got through the lineup once, should have been ready to go. That's a high leverage situation with Bryce Harper at the plate against a low leverage pitcher, and the manager has got to know that and recognize that spot. Snitker was appetized by the fact that there was two outs and one more out would have got him out of the inning, and he would have got through three solid and then made the change. And unfortunately for him. It was one batter too many, and Bryce Harper absolutely creamed that ball into a different time zone, and then it just completely unraveled. Now, that said, I'm still not going to count out the Braves' bats. Hi, did anybody see game two and what happened there? It's a bad Philadelphia Phillies bullpen. That's not a bad bullpen. It's a below-average bullpen, uh, and this Braves lineup does not quit for nine innings. So a lot of game left. I certainly wouldn't count the Braves out at this point in time. Yeah, no, well, you absolutely uh, can. I mean, nobody uh, scored more this year than they did except for – Oh, maybe the team that's facing elimination coming up a little bit later here, Zen, with uh, the Dodgers and Arizona. And I, you know, if you told me this a month ago, I laughed at you and said Arizona didn't even make the playoffs. But no, they're here uh, and they refuse to lose, apparently. I mean, two at Dodger Stadium, and now they're back home uh, trying to close it out here. Minus 126 for the Dodgers. It feels like maybe 
the runs come in this game as well, or how are you looking at this one? I mean, can you not think runs are coming? Lance Lynn <laughs> is terrible. He's flat out terrible. Brandon Fott isn't much better. You know, you got a young rookie going in this game. He pitched well his first time around in the, in the wild card series against the Brewers, but uh, this is just set up for runs to be scored. I don't know how runs aren't. That said, the Dodgers have been better on the road this year than at home. They've scored more on the road, so they may be a little bit more comfortable in this scenario here. But it's about playing with a lead. You know, it's important to get a lead and play with a lead and give these pitchers who don't really uh, have a, a very good command of the strike zone or guy keeping guys off base, giving them a little bit more margin for error. But I think this game goes over the total here. I saw some 10s out there this morning, a little buyback coming in back down to nine and a half. But I would think between both these pitchers, I would kind of look at it this way. I, I'd go first five over in this game here, Joe, just because uh, if they're not going to yeah. start scoring early, all, to expect their bats to wake up in the last four innings seems a little bit of a, a, a bad handicap to go with. So if they don't get over five runs in the first five, guess what? Uh, it, it's going to end up being a low-scoring game. I can't imagine that Lance Lynn is about to decide your season, Dodgers. That just seems so out of control here. He was, That's why he you was like the last like, guy left, and they're like, all right, we can use some pitchers. Come on, we'll take them on. And now it's uh, he's what separates you uh, and a golf course. Unbelievable here. Uh, we do have some college football, too, for week uh, seven uh, underway in South Florida, I believe, is – FIU uh, taking the field here tonight. What are you looking, taking on uh, UTEP, which uh, is a slight dog on the road here? What are you thinking about these two teams? Well, the only people calling for more of their head coach's job than the Atlanta Braves fans right now are the UTEP fans and Dana Dimmel, who I'm surprised wasn't fired after the loss to Louisiana Tech with the long bye they had last week. UTEP 1-5 without a win against an FBS opponent. When your only win is against Incarnate Word, it sounds like you played in your church Sunday league. So there is that. Um, the Miners have a rotation of quarterbacks. They've settled on Gavin Hardison. He's only completing 56% of his passes this season, five touchdowns, seven picks. He's been sacked 14 times. I don't necessarily love FIU. These are two bad teams with bad defenses. However, I have to play on the FIU offense here, which has been a little bit more consistent and a little bit better here against the bad defense. And the fact that UTEP, again, just an absolute disaster, and they are on their way out here. Miners are only 1-5 against the spread. And as I said, their only win coming against Incarnate Word. FIU rattled off three straight wins before losing tough games to Liberty in New Mexico State. I think the Panthers have a much more competent offense here, enough for me to back them to win this game outright. Look, you missed the best of the numbers. This thing got bought up to three right before, you know, mm. by, by the time kickoff was around. I was willing to lay the juice here on the money line just to, just to save myself from not having to deal with the fact that I took a number uh, of three when, when two and one were out there earlier in the week. So more of a fate of UTEP here, but I'll back FIU. Yeah, I, I believe both backup quarterbacks, uh, and uh, although I do believe the FIU quarterback uh, was – cleared the concussion protocol, and I believe he's going the freshman there and just makes him uh, a better team here. So 43-and-a-half, low total, kind of a pick em, uh, spot, definitely an opportunity to get it uh, to get it going here tonight on this one. Uh, as Nola's now up to, I believe, eight strikeouts, uh, seven strikeouts here, and they continue to smash the ball here, Philadelphia. Look ahead for me here, though, Zin. Let's say Atlanta doesn't come back, doesn't win this one. Who's going for them next game? Backs against the wall. You, are we throwing Strider back? At? Is it just all hands on deck? Yep. Strider and Freed are set up for the final games. And I'm not counting the Braves out. I mean, look. I am not ready to sell my Braves stock. They've been too good all year long, and they are too good offensively to be kept down. If you find a pitching staff where they just shut this Braves lineup down for, you know, three out of five games, good for you. I don't think the Phillies have the pitching staff to do it. You're going to need an A-plus start from Strider, which you got in game one of this series. He'll do it again. He's pretty much owned the Phillies' his entire career, if you look at his career numbers against Philadelphia. So I think this thing is still, regardless of what happens tonight, uh, if the Braves don't pull this out, I think this thing is still heading back to Atlanta for a game five. All right, you're looking for five. Okay, five games uh, it is. How many did it go last year in this spot? Because I feel like we were just here for this, four. weren't we? Yeah, it was four it last was four, year. right? We got beat up last mm. year pretty good, the Braves. Mm -mm. And uh, Houston's getting ready. Uh, do we all come to the realization that it, it was a nice season, Minnesota, in a triple-A division, but you're not – you're just not – 
you're not beating Houston in, in five games. It's just, I, I just don't see it unless you do. I, I don't see it. I think Houston just takes care of business and moves on. If the Twins bats come alive like they did in the wild card round in the first game of this series, then they're a really tough team to beat because they have the pitching and they have the bullpen. It's just a question of whether they can. I'm not backing this Astros team at all. I don't think they're very good. Their experience helps them. When I say I don't think they're very good, I don't think they're very good as far as winning the World Series, right? They are obviously a mm. good team, but I don't think this is a World Series caliber roster and certainly not a World Series caliber pitching staff. You can't keep trotting Christian Javier out there with his 4 7 6 ERA and his 1.3 whip and expect that to work for the better part of the postseason when you can get through it. So I think Houston has some pitching problems, but Minnesota's got to hit the ball. I mean, that's really what it boils down mm. to. I mean, part of me just says take the Twins team total over because at least if they're, you know, they've given up seven runs, they'll keep swinging, keep fighting to try to get to five. Um, but that the only way that the Twins win this thing is if they, they, they score six or seven runs tonight. Yeah, they're going to have to hit and keep hitting and yeah. keep hitting here. And yet, now here's Texas just kind of hanging out, ho-hum, ready to go. They refuse to lose games here. Uh, but we've seen this from them, right? They've had those moments of... We're never going to lose. We're going to outscore you 11 to 1. And then they go in the other way. And now they can't hit. They can't score any runs. And they lose 10. So which is it here with this Texas? Uh, does Can they maintain this? Joe, I've said since about like, you know, the beginning of June that I was waiting for the Rangers to get to the postseason so I can fade them because their bullpen is absolutely atrocious. Ooh. And they're going to get got by somebody in the playoffs. Didn't happen yet uh, against the Orioles. And, okay, didn't happen against the Orioles. I mean, I, I get what Texas was able to do in the first round of the playoffs and, and, and the way they were able to take care of the Orioles. But still, at some point in a long series, I still think that bullpen is going to show up. I mean, even last night against the Orioles, in a game that's out of hand, Aroldis Chapman still loads the bases in the eighth inning and makes your collar mm -hmm. a little bit tighter than you want it to be. So I'm not going to back Texas yet. Um, they certainly have the bats to do it. I mean, if you can hit your way through the postseason the way they have, you're going to be a really tough out, which, again, which is why I'm not counting out the Braves because the bats have just been too good for 162 for me to all of a sudden discount the fact that they have uh, – They've all been all of a sudden been mm -hmm. shut down in the postseason. Now I will caveat that by saying, as a Yankee fan my entire life, I watched them for a decade mash the heck yeah. out of the baseball for 162 games and then not be able to hit in the postseason because you face better pitching. So mm -hmm. um, that 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 has to happen on both accounts here. But you know, if you get the Rangers against a team like the Twins. That feels like it's a complete mismatch. Rangers-Astros feels like we're going to get a good six- or seven-game series between those two teams. But, you know, if somehow the Twins pull this thing out, um, the Rangers feel like they have the best path to the World Series. And then I'm guessing uh, if all – if Philadelphia ends up advancing, does it matter who comes out of the Dodger-Arizona game? Do you Or is it just Arizona-Phillies yeah, feels like a mismatch? Well, yes. I mean, it, it is. But – Arizona's playing like they're not smart enough to know they're not this good. Like, that's kind of what it <laughs> so feels like true. these first two games. <laughs> you know, like, hey, yep. oh, God, this is this is the playoffs. Like, if we lose, something bad happens to us. It, it, they, they just are seem to playing with no care whatsoever. I, I still think, you know, not wanting to face the Dodgers is, is probably the most preferable scenario for whoever gets out of the other, other side of the bracket. Well, you, we'll see tonight. It's got to start with, uh, with Mookie Betts and Freeman up at the top. If they set the table – uh it yep. could be a, it's going to go five i can promise you that and then anything is possible there mark zeno appreciate it man best of luck with the plays here tonight game time decisions continues next on the grid sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, welcome back in. Game time decisions here on this Wednesday, October the 11th. We got uh, much happening right now. Plenty still to come here tonight as uh, the Major League Baseball playoffs roll on. We also have the NHL, the puck drop in here, top of the hour. We got about a half a dozen games here tonight. We had three last night. We got to see... That next generation played the old generation uh, there last night with, uh, you know, uh, Chicago taking on Pittsburgh and uh, Bedard uh, was uh, on the ice. He looks about eight years old. It's kind of hard to believe that he's actually playing uh, with those guys. But George Kurtz watched it all last night, and he's getting ready to stick a fork in his New York Islanders because the season's already over before it's begun, apparently. Uh, but Kurtz, uh, good to have hockey back. Good to have uh, Major League Baseball playoffs uh, in full effect, which is what we have here. So let me get your thoughts first on what we're seeing right now in Philadelphia, which seems to be pure domination by the bats of Philly. Long way from being over. We, we've seen this from Atlanta. They can certainly, in one inning, get right back into this game. But it's not been great so far, but it didn't look good in the last game either. What, what are you seeing here in this uh, in this series, in this game? Well, I think in the, as far as the series is concerned, I think Philadelphia is the better team. Maybe they're built more uh, for the playoffs. We might want to go that direction. Maybe it's just a, a, the Braves pitching has taken, gotten you know, really beat up as the season went on here, right? Uh, freed with the other uh, blister. Who knows how healed that really is. They just took Morton off the IL. Uh, maybe he can pitch uh, next series if they get that far. But even that's a maybe. It's like Strider a bust here. This is a team, yeah, they'll beat up, you know, the 162. Sure, they can beat up on a lot of teams here, but their bullpen's not good enough to really keep you in games here, right? Uh, and they're hitting, if it's not going to be, if it's not going to explode, which generally in the postseason, the hitting doesn't explode, right? It's more of a pitching in the postseason. Not going to go well for the Braves here. I was on Phillies to, uh, uh, before the series started, I'm on the Phillies to win the World Series. I, I think they are that team. So I like the Phillies a whole bunch here. It's funny, though. I had the Braves winning game one, the Phillies winning game two, and then the Phillies today. This will be the first game I'm actually going to get right, but the series should be two to one heading uh, for game four in Philly tomorrow. Uh, will it be tomorrow? Yeah, it'll be tomorrow. So I think Philly closes them out. Uh, thinking Philly is going to get it done here. We do have uh, an elimination game a little bit later, two to late game. Uh, the Dodgers are not going to get swept, or or are they, Kurtz? Are the Dodgers getting swept out of the playoffs by the Arizona? We talked about Arizona a lot uh, leading up to the playoffs here. We thought they'd be feisty, but they've proven to be more than feisty here. What goes on tonight here, Kurtz? Yeah, they proved to be a lot more than feisty. Uh, mm. Series, I have not been uh, right on at all, right? And most, listen, very few of us outside of Diamondback fans have gotten this one right. Uh no, but then I just can't get swept, right? Uh, I'm going back to the well here, right? Lance Lynn versus uh, Brandon Fat tonight. Give the Dodgers. I think it's going to be a higher-scoring game as well, so I'm going to go with the over also. I think you just said at the end of the last segment here, Betts, Freeman, Smith, got to get started here. I know Betts is in a big-time yeah. slump both in the playoffs and uh, at and the end of the regular season as well, he wasn't hitting all that great. Uh, got to get on base. Got to you know light light a light a spark here. Light a spark. Get the lead. Play with the lead. Let's see what's going on here. Lance Lynn, get out of the first inning without letting up you know three four runs. That'd be a nice be a nice plus. Nice feather in their cap. I, I just I can't believe that you're the Dodgers and your entire season rests with Lance Lynn, a dude that you you kind of just brought on in case. And now, well, in case you need to save your season, Lance Lynn is your guy. Kind of hard to believe here, Kurtz. Uh, NHL puck drop there. Connor Bernard, an assist last night. Apparently, he's never met a shot he didn't like to take either, uh, which is uh, interesting seeing him and, you know, Sidney Crosby, you know, the old generation versus the new generation here. And uh, they won last night, though. They beat the, the new kids, and they are a young team, the Blackhawks. But I was pretty impressed with what I saw 
but now they got to go back to back now they got to go to boston and this is a totally different animal and you can tell by the price here george uh it's it's game one for boston and we're laying 350 against the blackhawks here which is kind of hilarious in of itself and five and a half is that total uh what are you thinking about this one and the slate of games that we have tonight now, generally, when it comes to NHL betting, we're always looking to pick on teams playing on the second half of back-to-back -back games against mm -hmm. a team that's not, right? Uh, Boston's fresher. They didn't play last night. It's their first game of the season. It's in Boston. They didn't have to travel. You can go on and on and on here. They're the better team. Now, don't get me wrong. Joe, I don't think the Bruins are anywhere near a team they were last year. Right. I yeah. mean, we saw last year, magnificent regular season. They pretty much went 82 and 0 and then got rocked in the playoffs. All right. Uh, and then Patrice Bergeron, future Hall of Famer, their first line center, retires. Uh, David Krejci, their second line center, leaves, uh, retires, uh, going back to Europe. Uh, he's gone. They didn't replace those guys. They have no centers on this team. Joe, it might as well be you and I centering the squad. And you're, generally, you're mm -hmm. not going to win long term without centers on the on your team. That you're just not. Listen, I like Pavel Zaka. Nice player. Nice guy. Not your definition of anywhere near a first line center here. Going to cause some problems if the season moves along here. They just don't have the cap room to replace it right now. So they're not the team they were. Still, they're winning tonight. I'm on them on the puck line. I certainly can't lay uh, with the 3:45. That's nuts here. I will find a parlay partner. You know, with one of the late games, I have not found it yet because the late games are really all tough. They're not the easy games to, uh, to find there. But I'll find a parlay partner with Boston, but I don't have it yet. What do we do with uh, – I, I think this is because it's always a fun one. Canadians uh, traveling, taking on the Maple Leafs here. Uh, I, the Canadians, it was a disappointing year uh, last year, to say the least. But Toronto, it's disappointing every year because they're usually bounced out in the playoffs. And what good does that 60 wins at home do you? Uh, but what do you think here? It feels like – Toronto's the better team here. We know this. Although I do think Montreal will be better. It's always a great series. Do we look at the total? Or are you looking at maybe a, a, a puck line in this one as well? Well, first off, somewhere Cam Stewart is giving you the finger right now. Uh, he, you know. knows. Uh, he knows. Yeah, he knows. He knows. He will, though. So Cam's not afraid to admit that uh, everything you said is true. Uh, you yeah. know what? I, I think this might be Toronto's year. All right, it might be, uh, it might be, because uh, I think what's I think this whole division's got issues. Uh, the best teams, or at least mm. the teams that have been the best in this division, already much in Boston, no centers, right? So they have all sorts of issues there. Florida, listen, they just barely squeaked at the playoffs last year. Remember, they, they only got it because Pittsburgh choked at the end of the regular season. Well, their top two defensemen, Eklund and Montour, Eklund's on long-term IR, Montour's on IR. They're not going to have these guys for a while. That's got to hurt. And man, I don't trust uh, Sergey Bobrovsky as far as I can bowl him. And I don't know if they're going to have an out. Lion to, bow, to bail them out this year. Lion's not with the team anymore. So, uh, good luck there. And then you throw with Tampa Bay Lightning. You know, you know, they won last night, I know, but no Vasilevsky? All right, that, that's got to hurt for two months there. So, I think this could be Toronto's year. I think it could be Toronto's year. I want to take them in that parlay I was talking about. I do. Right. They're not better than Montreal. They're immensely better than Montreal. Listen, I think there are only three teams in the Eastern Conference that have no chance of making the playoffs. Montreal's one of them. Yeah, with uh, Philadelphia and like Columbus being the other two. Uh, that being said, they always seem to beat Toronto. You know, I'm looking mm. at it here. If I want to take that parlay, it's uh, minus 135. You know, and, and that's it. if you don't know hockey, like, oh, Toronto's immensely better than Montreal. We love Boston over Chicago. That's an easy parlay, right? The problem, like I said, Montreal always seems to beat Toronto. They play each other four times a season. It's like they always beat them three out of four. Uh, that being said, I'm probably going to go this direction as well. Take this as my parlay. If I lose, then maybe I have to find another late-game parlay. Toronto should win. It shouldn't be close here. Hard to take the over, though, because, I mean, is Montreal going to score enough? I, I just don't trust Montreal. One thing about any early NHL, we don't know what we don't know yet. I, well, I tell you what, we did see a year on one of these late games is uh, the season opened up with Edmonton taking on Vancouver and Vancouver got out to a three nothing lead and then lost the game six four because Drysidle and McDavid were like yeah now nah, we were just kidding Vancouver uh, but it, and listen I, I'm I'm thinking Edmonton they can figure out what's going on between the pipes uh, it's kind of hard not to look at overs in their games it's kind of hard not to look at them uh, and I think it's a pretty good price George minus one fifty one fifty five. They're on the road. How is that not bad? Because Vancouver's not a bad team. I don't think we're no, giving Vancouver enough credit here. 
Vancouver's a solid team. Demko and Net. I mean, listen, he's not just Thurkin, Vasilevsky, or anybody like that, but he's a good, solid goal. They're the top 10 in the NHL. They've got goal scoring as well. They can score. So I'm, I'm with you on the over. The problem is they've caught on to this. It's minus mm. 150. I mean, oh damn. I, I'm almost of this, Joe. I want to wait and hope they go scoreless for the first five, six minutes of the game Ooh. and then get down to a normal price. You know, we're, okay, then we, then we can hammer the over. Because what you said is true. All right, and I, this is all – Everton, eh, they play a little slow at first, and all of a sudden, you know, second half of the game, they're scoring goals left and right here. So I want this, like I said, calm down a little bit. Let's get that minus 50, 150 down to, I don't know, minus 118, minus 115, and then we can hammer the over in the game. Minus 150 over to start. I know it's rather have it be over seven. Give me the seven, then, and bring it down to a normal uh, normal number. Yeah, I'm not going to uh, lay minus 150, but I, I do think goals are coming and probably coming in bunches tonight. Maybe we want to go props instead. You know, over our, yeah. our, our shot totals with McDavid and Drysdale, Kane, Nugent Hopkins. And you can do the same thing with Vancouver, by the way. Uh, Pedersen, yep. Garland, uh, Besser, JT Miller. There are yep. lots of opportunities uh, to get uh, point totals tonight. Yeah, uh, six games on the ice here tonight as uh, the season is off and uh, rolling. We do have a Thursday night game, unfortunately, uh, George, that's already 10 and a half here with Kansas City and Denver. Are you leaning one way or the other there? It feels like I should bet Denver. I should bet Denver because 10 and a half in, in week six is absurd, but can you hold your nose and do it? You know, they're losing. They're not good. It's a short week. It's in <laughs> Kansas City. I would be all over Kansas City, but is Kelsey going to play? I mean, yeah. Joe, you know, if I'm the coach, I'm not playing Kelsey. Uh, you can't I, beat Denver without Kelsey. All right, you, you you sit him, get that ankle healed here, give him ten days off here, and you play him next game here. So uh, I don't I don't know if he's going to play. If he doesn't play, I just I think Kansas City wins, no matter what happens here. Uh, but you know I don't know if they win by ten and a half. Maybe we want to tease this. Now we can mm. tease this too. You know, over forty one and a half. I still think happens. Sixteen and a half for uh, Denver. You know, give another touchdown. I can see that mm. going. Uh, it's all about Kelsey for me. So I think if you think Kelsey's going to play, then lay the 10 and a half. If you don't think Kelsey's going to play, then I'm going to be on Denver, probably going to tease it, tease the, the point total down, and uh, tease uh, the Denver 16 and a half. And uh, go all over the backup tight end, by the way. His props will be nice, but we need to find out if Kelsey's out first. This feels like they're going to run all over the Denver defense who can't stop but the run. Go. So... Uh, you know, it seems like he is the guy to focus in on. And if they're up two touchdowns by the break, we've seen Andy Reid take – he just takes the air out of the ball and then you ain't ever coming back. So, because you're not going to have enough time, they're going to run 13 play drives and they're going to drive you crazy. Much like Philadelphia did to the Rams last week there. And then they got to take on my, uh, my Jets – this week uh you will not run 13 play drives against the jets defense so you better score but even that might be a little hard to do so uh jets getting a touchdown at metlife here cards 30 seconds are you buying the jets in a pretty good spot because philly's got miami next week I don't think the Jets get wrecked in this game but I'm not bad. I'm not gonna say they're gonna cover by seven I think Jalen Carter might kill Zach Wilson so he might bury him in that life stadium there. That wouldn't shock me at all. <laughs> Not nice, Joe. Not nice. Uh, no, give me, I think the Eagles are going to take care of business here. But well, I don't think it'll be a massive blowout, but I think the Eagles do take care of business. Just I'm waiting for somebody to step up and smack this Eagles team. Enough is enough already. George Kurtz, always a pleasure, my man. Appreciate the time. Best of luck with the plays. Game time decisions continues next here on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. 
the collide of football pads, the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Um. All right, welcome back in here. Game time decisions on this Wednesday. Uh, We should have mentioned, too, in addition to uh, Major League Baseball playoffs, uh, college football, we got going on NHL. Uh, We are uh, just a couple of weeks away from uh, the association uh, taking center stage as the NBA season will be upon us. But we still got a crown a WNBA champ and nobody better to help us do just that and figure out how do we make some money here with the Liberty taking on the aces here in the WNBA championship. Then the coach James Young in the house and my man, you got to help me out here, man. Game one, exciting, high scoring aces win. Um, What do we get here for an encore? What are we going to have in this matchup? Well, I think that you got to get the tightening of the screws a little bit defensively. Good to be on with you, Joe, as always, by the Liberty. But to me, I think this game still goes over, Joe, because I think you're dealing with two of the best offensive teams in the WNBA in New York and Vegas. And I still think at 170 and a half, it's pretty low. Think about this. Liberty 4-0 to the over in the last four games. 7-0 to the over at their last seven versus after an ATS loss. And then obviously you look at head-to-head, Nine out of the last 12 games go over. A lot of points tonight. Yeah, ton of points here uh, tonight in this. Uh, Also want to get some of your thoughts uh, on the props in the NBA, and we'll get that uh, here, Coach, uh, coming up. Uh, uh, Hang around because I got a couple of NBA questions I got to ask. I don't know if you caught the other night. I saw the future of the NBA and it was absolutely monstrous uh, when Oklahoma City took on San Antonio. And I don't know if you saw that, Coach, but my word, it is unfair that dude seven foot four can shoot like Steph Curry. Just absolutely not fair. But we'll get your thoughts and some of your favorite props, and we'll talk some NBA, and we'll do that when we come back here. We got much more to get to here tonight as, uh, yes, game time decisions we're ready for another hour we've got updates and everything across the board come back and join us here on the grid across america bp supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing jobs like updating turbines at one of our indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the gulf of mexico It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 